We are coming off a big week at the PGA Championship. Brooks Kepka took down his fourth major title in his last eight tries. He became the undisputed number one golfer in the world, and he's finally getting all that shine that he's been looking for. So what's left to say about the guy? I'm Dylan DeChera with the Golf.com podcast, and today we're going to take you behind the scenes of Team Kepka. On Saturday, our own Jess Marksbury walked the course with Jenna Sims, Brooks Kepka's girlfriend, and she's here to tell us what she learned. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Dee. Tell me a little bit about how this story idea got started. Um, and I guess just to begin with, how do we decide that it's kind of fair game to, to bring someone's family member or a significant other into the equation? Well, I think we're always looking for ways to get some insight into what makes a player tick, as you said, and kind of like the, the inside crew that's around them. And I think Brooks is a great example of one of those players that he doesn't give us a whole lot. He's kind of of the tiger mode. You know, we don't see a lot of emotion from him, uh, you know, fist pump, uh, the Sunday fist pump aside, <laughs> which was really nice to see. But um, Jenna has been kind of a, a big part of those Sunday moments for him over the last couple of years. And coincidentally, she's been around for every single major championship. So, you know, it's, it's like, I don't want to read too much into it, but maybe <laughs> there's something to that. Right. I, mean, I know you say coincidence, uh, happy but... wife slash girlfriend, happy life. <laughs> right. When we started this uh, story or when you, you know, began to try to report this, what did Jenna say when you approached her with the idea that, oh, could I, you know, catch up with you out on the course? Could I see some of this experience through your eyes? Yeah, she was super open to it. So I just, um, once we kind of brainstormed this as a group and thought it would be a good idea to maybe get some perspective from her, I just decided to plant myself kind of in the flash area uh, around the putting green at Beth Page Black for the Kepka kind of crew's arrival. Uh, they all arrive kind of in mass every day, and he has that premium parking space <laughs> that's right there next to the putting green as the defending champion. So you know right away whether he's on site or not. And uh, so I knew that he had arrived, and he had I think he had gone into maybe player dining, and so I thought I'd just wait and see if I could maybe get a couple minutes with her to introduce myself and explain what I was hoping to do. And sure enough, there she was um, by herself. She had to run out and get something from the car. So she went out, you know, just right there in the parking lot alone. No one's around her. And I thought, geez, well, this is kind of a moment. I'll just I'll just introduce myself, say hi and see what she says. Yeah, and she couldn't have been nicer. She was open to it. I was uh, I was really excited about that. There was no kind of standoffishness at all. She's very, very warm and friendly. Yeah. So, I mean, tell me some of your first impressions. Well, first, what was it like to approach her? Because Look, a lot of the times we'll be talking to PGA Tour players, um, but they sort of know that they're going to be approached. I guess Jenna is aware that she's in the public eye, but it must have been a little bit different, maybe a little nerve-wracking to to go in and ask. No doubt. No doubt. You always have to remind yourself in this business, I think, that, hey, at the end of the day, they're just people, right? They're people like you and me, <laughs> but it can be really scary Um you know, because Jenna is she, she's she's a star in her own right. I mean, as we reported uh, throughout the weekend on Golf.com, she's she's a model, she's an actress, she has an enormous Instagram following, and now she is you know the plus one of of the most dominant player in golf at the moment. So her star is certainly rising, and I mean, she just has a, a very striking physical presence. I mean, when you see her, she looks like a star. Um, she dresses the part and, uh, you know, so yeah, I, I admit <laughs> when I saw her, I was thinking, okay, 
deep breath. Like, remember, she's she's a person too, and and you know maybe she doesn't get a lot of media requests because uh, we we haven't really learned that much about her outside of what we see on her Instagram. So I was telling myself all those things, you know, just make a, a nice flight. Hey Jenna, I had actually sent her a, a direct message on Instagram <laughs> prior to to going to find her through our, our golf.com account. I don't think she had seen it yet, but I brought that up right away and just said, hey, you know, I'd love to get some perspective on what it's like to watch this historic performance that we're right in the midst of uh, with Brooks right now. And she said, okay, sure. <laughs> I just said, oh, well, great. This was about maybe an hour or so before Brooks was scheduled to tee off on Saturday. So uh, I said, well, all right. And if you don't mind, I'll ask you a few questions. And she said, yeah, yeah. You know, she kind of made a joke like, Brooks, I don't know, is very into that, but I'll be on my best behavior. You know, she said something along those lines. Cause she's, she's funny, she's friendly, she's warm, she was all about it. So I was thrilled, and we kind of said goodbye, and she went off to do her thing for the next hour or so. And I just uh, went down to the range to watch Brooks warm up and hit some balls, and, and then it was time to go and find her. Because we see her a little bit during the prep. You know, Brooks has his team around, um, his agent. Jenna is usually somewhere in the mix, his coach, Claude Harmon, um, and then they head to the first tee. But, you know, once they leave the range, there's no more inside the ropes access for Team Kepka. So that means that Jenna is outside the ropes, right? And you have to somehow track her down. Yeah. So in a way, I, I actually really liked that element of the story because when you see the the wives and girlfriends at events like the President's Cup or the Ryder Cup, they kind of have this special other access that uh that you know the fans don't have and a lot of times the media doesn't have either but in this case she had a bunch of friends uh with her there was a whole kind of brooks entourage she had one of her friends who lives in new york and there were several of i want to say maybe friends from brooks's childhood it was it was a little bit unclear what the connection was but these guys were from boston they were all walking together you know drinks in hand (laughs) ready to just have a great time you know there wasn't really an air of intensity at all. They just were kind of en masse joining, joining everybody else uh, in, in a big group along the, the first fairway. So thankfully, I found her right away because I, I was a little nervous. We hadn't designated a meeting point or anything like that. So, you know, as Brooks is teeing off, I'm on the left side of the first fairway, uh, you know, with thousands of people, it felt like. And I'm thinking, how in the world am I going to find Jenna? And luckily, uh, she stands out <laughs> pretty easily. So I saw her across the fairway standing with her friend. Uh, she was on the other side, so like the right side of the, the first hole. So I just waited for the walkway to open, which took an excruciatingly long time. And uh, and she had started walking away, so I kind of half ran. Um, luckily, I guess they allow running at Beth Page. It's not like Augusta. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a quick trot that I... Uh, pace that I had and uh, I found her and then there was kind of a little bit of awkwardness there because yeah we had met briefly but I didn't want to intrude you know she's chatting with her friends and you just kind of feel like I don't know it's like oh hi it's me remember here I am to bother you while you're watching your boyfriend and ask you some questions but she she like invited me in and introduced me around and literally couldn't be nicer it was it was very refreshing yeah so tell me some of your impressions of uh of this crew. I mean, you said that they were pretty low key, but it seems like, you know, Brooks keeps this crew and and Jenna and they hang out with people that they've been 
tight with for a while. It's not a massive entourage, but it seems like it's this this tight knit little group. Yeah, I think he touched on that in his press conference yesterday too. You know, when um, he was asked who he was hoping to hear from, and he made the comment along the lines of, you know, everybody who I love and care about is here already. And when we know that that's a pretty small group of people. And I was looking at Jenna's Instagram story from yesterday, and it involved, you know, a lot of good trophy shots, some good glass clinking. (laughs) So it was definitely a, a celebration going on after the fact with all of the kind of insiders on Team Kepka. But, um, yeah, these guys, I mean, you know, young guys just like Brooks. And um, I didn't talk to them much because I was kind of focusing on Jenna. But um, she, like I said, has such a presence that it's pretty rare. I think there's only maybe a handful of wives and girlfriends who could really walk among the people and people would take notice. And within seconds of me joining Jenna's group, I mean, there were you know, she was being recognized right away. Um, guy, there was a teenage boy, like he looked like a teenage guy. He might've been, you know, maybe a college age student, but he said, excuse me, are you, are you Kepka's girlfriend? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, can I take a picture with you? And that kind of started a chain reaction of, you know, after that, it was like four more pictures that had to be taken. And, and the guys were like, I told you, man, I told you, I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> you know, So it's like, she is super recognizable. Um, I mean, you got to say other than, you know, Tiger and, uh, and Erica, like who is another golf power couple? You think of DJ and Paulina and the list is pretty short at this point. And they, their star as a, as a twosome is really on the rise. Yeah, I mean, I think that that makes a lot of sense that they're, you know, both sort of ascending together. She, she interestingly popped onto the scene early on in their relationship, which I think is, uh, is pretty interesting that they hadn't been dating for very long before uh, the U.S. Open in 2017. And and Mm -hmm. I know she said in your story that, uh, you know, Brooks is very aware that he hadn't won a major until they started dating, right? (laughs) Yeah, she said that with a laugh. I mean, it was a cute moment, but certainly, yeah. I mean, I like to think that, hey, there could be something to that. Who knows? She describes herself also in your story as being quirky and weird, which I was so taken by because when you think of Brooks Kepka, you don't really think of quirky and weird, at least the public persona. I think every now and then you see little glimpses that, you know, this guy does have some sort of funky interests, some different ways of approaching things, but mostly he comes across as, you know, more of a jock that doesn't have a ton to say. That's not super weird. He just kind of likes hanging out. He's pretty chill. So did you get that impression from her? Yeah. What I, one of my favorite things that she said was that she loves to make him laugh. And I could, I could see that in, in her personality, just in the short time that that we spend together, but she's a bubbly person. It, it seems like she doesn't take herself too seriously. She kind of goes with the flow. She actually comments on a lot of Instagram memes about Brooks or about her. She kind of joins into the conversation, and we talked a lot about that too because um, she mentioned that her her recognizability, you could say, really kind of skyrocketed after last year's PGA and that very memorable photo of her 
kind of smiling at Tiger Woods. I, or maybe it was a screenshot <laughs> from the video yeah. coverage. But, I mean, people turn that into T-shirts. And uh, I, I think she actually has even been approached by people at tournaments wearing that T-shirt. And she's really cool about it. She, she takes pictures with them. She laughs about it. And we both agree. She says that sometimes she and Brooks, you know, like will scroll through comments and uh, photos at night, um, you know, just laying in bed and laugh about them and read them out loud. And, and in a way that really just kind of embracing that and engaging with that diffuses any of the negativity that could be, you know, a bummer for them. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, someone asked Brooks a question in the press conference of whether he noticed that the crowd on number 18 was kind of closing in around him because, you know, there were people running under the ropes and but he said, I notice everything. That was his response. He was like, I notice way more than you guys think I notice. And and uh, that's partly what it made me think of. He's not a super active guy on social media, but at the same time, you kind of get the sense that he is aware of you know, his perceptions. He's always aware of little slights. Um, and so that's it's like a different you know, other side to it. They are aware of their the way that they're perceived, what people are saying about them, um, et cetera. Yeah, that's a good point, too, because that's something I wanted to ask her, because at least for the time that I was walking with her, we pretty much saw zero shots <laughs> that Brooks hit. I mean, it was really, really difficult to get a vantage point where we could even see anything that was going on. The crowds were so huge. And, you know, the walkway situation, trying to cross the street and, you know, all of that kind of logistical nightmare of just trying to follow the leader in a major championship made it very difficult. And I asked her, I said, well, you know, when you do get the chance to kind of catch his eye on the golf course during a tournament round, what's that like? Do you guys have like a little signal? Does, you know, like, does he acknowledge you? Because, I mean, when you see him on TV, he seems super hyper-focused. Um, you know, even in that little moment as he's walking to the tee yesterday that made kind of the rounds virally where, you know, she's trying to kind of wish him luck and he just seems like you know he's got tunnel vision right so i'm just wondering if that extended to the golf course and she's like oh no she's like i'm not low-key about it i'll blow him a kiss he'll kind of tip his hat to me <laughs> and i'm like that's yeah. really cute i mean i i thought that was a kind of a, a very sweet moment and, and something cool to note that i will actually now be looking for <laughs> in mm -hmm. future in future uh, tournaments and majors with brooks yeah i mean that's part of all of this or what makes it intriguing to me is we get spoiled sometimes as the media will have a certain number of inside the ropes passes but if you're just trying to follow one popular group on the golf course i mean brooks played with francesco and tiger woods the first two days and then he was the leader on the weekend so he always had a massive gallery around him you know even if you're a family member it's got to be really really hard to actually see any of the action yeah, and, and Jenna acknowledged that, too. She said, it's just like when he plays with Tiger. She said, you can't really see anything. And that was why her Sunday plan was to watch from, uh, like, family dining or somewhere in the clubhouse. She says she likes to watch with Brooks's agent, and they kind of have a good, like, team rapport together as they're watching him. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like anything. We, we talk about it all the time. Like, what, you can see things when you're watching on TV. Uh, it's not always the case when you're kind of out there grinding away, walking up and down hills and trying to stay one step ahead. Sure. And I actually was I was walking out to uh, catch up with that final group from the media center. And I swung through family dining um, on Sunday. And sure enough, 
Jenna was there just by herself, <laughs> sitting at a table in family dining, watching on TV. And I thought, this is so strange because here Brooks is out there, you know, a few hundred yards away. Tens of thousands of people pretty much are, are with his group and around his group. And uh, then Blake, uh, Brooks's agent, then, you know, came and, and sat down with her. But it is an interesting, I don't know, juxtaposition there. Um, and of course, everyone in, on Team Kepka has to get ready for that big, uh, big camera moment at the end of a right. big win. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing that I, I found intriguing about her. I was curious about her golf background. You know, um, I think sometimes uh, people don't take the wives and girlfriends and their interesting golf very seriously. But for Jenna, this um, an interesting golf is something that dates back to her childhood. Growing up, her, her father kind of introduced her to the game. She said he really wanted her to be a golfer, but she was more into kind of the girly sports like dancing and cheerleading and gymnastics. And uh, she says, now I kind of wish I had taken it up. But she said, but, you know, it's, it's Brooks's thing, and that's cool. But she says she, you know, she has a golf knowledge. You know, she, they had Masters pools every year in her family. Um, she's a Georgia girl, she said. So they always, you know, the Masters is an important event on the calendar. And she said, truly, I enjoy watching golf. You know, she, she digs it. So, I mean, what could be better than having a front row seat to what Brooks has been doing you know, over the last two years? It's pretty cool. Yeah, that really is cool. Um, and yeah, so I ended up behind the 18th green actually where they were staging uh, for Brooks to, you know, he was either going to make his putt for par on 18 to win by two or else he was going to two putt and, and win by one. But everyone was back there, Blake, Claude, Brooks's parents, uh, Jenna, and they were just getting ready for that big moment because that has somehow become like the way we are introduced to players, family. Um, you know, you saw with Tiger at the Masters, his kids were back there, his girlfriend, his agent. Um, it becomes a big thing for the TV audience and, and the golf world to uh, meet the people around the golfers. And, and so that's become like a massive moment for some of these family members. And it's probably kind of a, a really incomplete way to see them, which is partly why I thought this was such a cool opportunity. Yeah, I, I asked her about that because just as you said, for especially, I think, the wife or the girlfriend, it can be a real star-making moment. I mean, I always think back to when J uh, Jason Day was um, in the mix at the Masters and the camera just was loving Ellie Day. And it was like she became a really big star just from that maybe minute to, you know, five minutes of camera time, um, you know, it was kind of, she was wearing the big sunglasses. It was just a bit of a Jackie O moment. And uh, it's, you know, certainly that we see that all the time now in every major championship. And, you know, I asked Jenna about that, like, what's it like knowing, especially when Brooks has this lead, when it's extremely likely <laughs> that he's going to be winning again. And you're kind of thinking about, about what's going to go down on Sunday afternoon. And are you thinking about the cameras and, and, you know, are you afraid of having a weird look on your face at the wrong time? And she says, you know what? I'm an actress. She's like, I don't think about the cameras. She said, this is all, it's about Brooks. It's not about me. My face is going to be the same whether I know there's a camera there or there isn't. And I just want to be a support for him essentially in this special moment. 
So, you know, it was a cool answer. It's cert- I think, I mean, it's, I told her, it certainly seems like a lot of pressure for someone, like what you're going to wear, how you're going to look, how you're going to act. It's something that seems easy to overthink, but maybe it's her background. Um, she seems, she's completely unfazed by it all and, and, you know, welcomes it, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine that that's like completely true that you can, there's, there's just no way that you can, you know, act like those cameras don't exist because they're during that final moment there were like five cameras right in their faces i mean brooks had to like move cameramen aside just to get to his family in that moment Uh, and she also said which i thought was funny is like now she's gotten you know she's had a few times to practice (laughs) yeah i think that you know that was pretty cool because it's like oh yeah you know fourth time around it gets a little bit easier and more natural that's for sure Definitely. They still have to work on their walk-ins though, right? Because that's what everyone was making fun of yesterday. (laughs) Brooks was too in the zone. So I'm interested whether uh, you feel like you learned anything or gained any particular insight into uh, the way Brooks Kepka plays golf, prepares for golf, and the way Jenna and other members of his support team um, act around him. Yeah. it's. I asked Jenna, I said, is there anything in particular that you feel like you are responsible for, for Brooks's prep, like, especially in a major week, you know, is there anything different? Does the routine change? And she said, you know, all I do is I try to just support him and be there for him. She's like, if he wants to talk about his round, I'll listen. She said, but we don't really talk that much about golf. She says the, the fact that they have independent lives really works for them. Um, you know, as I mentioned, she she's a working model and actress. She was a little late coming into Bethpage because she was shooting a commercial um, on Monday of PGA week. And she says, you know, I don't travel every week with him. I, try, I go to all the majors generally, but, you know, week in, week out, she, she has her own life going on. And she says that's important for them. She says Brooks is really supportive of everything that she does. So I think certainly that little bit of separation probably helps a lot. I mean, no doubt. Brooks has enough people in his inner circle to talk about golf, <laughs> anything that he wants to talk about when it comes to his game. So it probably is refreshing, you know, to be able to just talk about something else with Jenna. And, and, and like I said, she's got her own thing going on. So um, essentially, I think that's probably very helpful. And how did you guys leave it at the end of your time together? Uh, did she give you any, any takeaways or um, at what point was she like, all right, I'm going to go watch Brooks? Well, thankfully, she was so polite and nice. She did not dismiss me. I kind of felt like I didn't want to impose any longer and <laughs> just kind of let her be with her friends because she was kind of the, the hostess for this, this big group. And, and the, the girlfriend that she had with her was, was her own friend from New York. So after we had kind of gone through probably 25 minutes or so of Q&A and we were crammed into this little section in between maybe the second and third hole at Beth page. And I just felt like it was time to kind of cut her loose. And like I said, I, I definitely didn't want to impose. It was a special day and they had a bunch of people there. So I thanked her for her time. She was very gracious. And, um, you know, also I should mention, you know, holding a drink, like the girl was ready to have a good time following her boyfriend. So I thought that was commendable too. (laughs) I kind of wished I had one, you know, walking around the course, but not so appropriate for me. But, uh, yeah, just say goodbye and, um, you know, thank her and her friends who were all very nice. And, and that was that. They headed their way and I headed mine. 
That's great. I mean, it's already changed the way, you know, I think about uh, families following their their players around and, and players' wives and girlfriends following them around, supporting them in different ways. I mean, because you do sometimes just see the, the hug on the 18th green, but, you know, trekking a golf course, especially like Bethpage, is, that's not a glamorous activity by any means. You know, it's, it's mm. warm out there. It's dusty. It's hilly. There's a lot of just hay and allergies and it's tricky, but then, you know, to have to then be camera ready after all that is just a, a whole challenge in itself. No doubt about that. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm glad I wasn't the one on camera after trekking 18 holes, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jess, for uh, for taking us behind the scenes at, at Bethpage and telling us a little bit more about uh, the story behind the man that is now the number one golfer in the world. That's it for this episode of the Golf.com podcast. Special thanks to Jess Marksbury and, of course, to Jenna Sims. This podcast was produced by Lucas O'Neill and me, Dylan DeChere. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you next time.